0: Right, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports and Rebellion Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsremobilia.com. Also, you can be follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. I'm hearing more reports of FedEx employees stealing the contents of shipments going to PSA. And essentially what's happening is they are opening up the boxes, stealing the contents, and then resealing the box, and then delivering it as normal. Pretty crappy, right? I mean, how low of a person do you have to be to, to be to, do, to be doing that? So uh, I don't know how widespread this is. I can't imagine it's, it's happening all that much. But it is 100% happening. So... Uh, last I talked to PSA, they were having issues with FedEx Ground, not so much FedEx Express. But you're like, Matt, what's the deal? These are the same company. What, how, what, how could there be a difference with one and not the other? Well, yes and no. Okay, so the FedEx Ground employees don't work directly for FedEx. They are contractors. They work for a company that owns that route that FedEx has given them. Okay? They own this certain route that, that delivers to certain businesses and homes and whatnot. Okay. Whereas FedEx Express employees, okay, those are the ones that deliver your overnight, your two-day, your three-day ones, they work directly for FedEx. Now, why does this matter? Well, think about it from, you know, a perspective of someone that's going to steal your stuff, right? You work for some random contractor in your hometown or your area, or you work for a, you know, big company like FedEx. You know, which one are you more likely to steal as? You know, I would say it's probably a decent chance at both there, but I say more likely if you are just a contractor. Right, you get fired by the contractor, not a big deal. And you get fired by FedEx. You know, FedEx has got a lot more resources to you know prosecute you and all that kind of stuff if they choose to do that. Plus, and obviously, it's going to make it harder to get a job at UPS or FedEx if you chose to stay in that area. So, uh, I would argue that it, you know you're less likely to open a box and steal stuff if you are a FedEx employee. So. PSA is requesting that you send stuff to them via the express route. So overnight, two-day or three-day due to some issues with the ground shipments. Okay, so given all this information here, when we're sending stuff to PSA or really any address that accepts high-dollar stuff, okay? So if you're shipping somewhere and you know that, listen, this address is well-known to be accepting high-dollar stuff, you probably want to – be following some of these steps here. Now, this is going to kind of piggyback off the video I made a couple uh, weeks ago, but I wanted to add a couple things onto here uh, as a direct correlation and direct relationship to how PSA wants stuff done here. But again, if you're going to be, step number one, if you're going to be using FedEx, use three day at a minimum. Okay, it's like 15, 20 bucks more than the regular ground, depending on what you're shipping. Get less hands on your package, it's handled by FedEx employees. I would feel pretty good about FedEx uh, three-day at a minimum. All right. Step number two, you want to insure your stuff again for what you paid for. No point in insuring it for what it's going to possibly sell for because the insurance is never going to pay that out. They're going to pay the replacement value of your items. Okay. So insure it for what you paid. Step number three, this is a, Tie into number two here, make sure you have receipts of what you paid for it. So if you bought a card and then got it autographed, make sure you have a receipt for what you paid for the card and then what you paid for the autograph. Because you're going to need those in order to get paid. All right. We want to get paid on the insurance claim. So we want to make sure we have all of our ducks in a row as far as our receipts and paperwork go. Show me up papers. All right. Number four. This is a big one here, and I think it's highly underrated, and I think I think a lot of people miss this step here, is take photos of your items and the shipping label together to prove ownership of it. Okay, so sometimes insurance companies will want to know, hey, listen, I want to make sure that you've owned these cards or something. You're not just taking random pictures from other places. Take a photo of the items and the shipping label together to make sure that you can, hey, listen, I'm proving that I shipped these items, and here's my shipping label. Take photos of the box and how you packed it up. All this stuff here. Okay. You want to make sure you have overly done this whole thing. So insurance can't come back to you and say, well, you're missing this one angle of this thing. And Don't do that. Take as many pictures of, of as you think that they can possibly want for your item. Uh, number five. Again, use some sort of tape to make sure that you know if your box is gonna be, has been tampered with, like a check contents tape, the brown tape, whatever it is that you want to know. Put it on there so that way if PSA gets your stuff, they can check and say, yep, it looks like this seal was broken here. Okay, because PSA is going to open your box up there on camera, which is actually a very cool thing for PSA. So they can review that security footage. And when they open it up, they'll be like, yep, there was nothing in here. It looks like it's resealed. Someone stole your stuff. Number six, consider using the post office. Now, I'm not a big fan of the post office. They're just very inconsistent. However, you know, a post office employee is probably a lot less likely to open your box up and steal your stuff than a FedEx employee, I would say. Because I think that the the, the ramifications of stealing a post office content stuff is way more than a, a FedEx package. Anytime you're dealing with a good old G O V T, you you know, you're you're dealing with some probably some decent more ramifications for stealing stuff. So I don't know if that's 100 percent true here, but I just get the feeling that if you're a post office employee, you probably don't want to be stealing post office stuff, all right? If you are gonna ship USPS priority mail, again, make sure that you're doing the insurance, all that stuff, follow all the previous steps here. And then I would also add a signature required. And just know that when you're shipping stuff to PSA, they have two different addresses. Okay, one for FedEx. Okay, that's their physical address. And they've got a second address for their PO box, which is for their post office shipments. So make sure that you are um, shipping to the correct address. And also just know that they have a different name on their shipments now. I think it says CU receiving. So not PSA, not PSA DNA. Don't put that on your shipping labels. That's going to make you even more of a target. So just make sure you follow those steps on their shipping process, on their addresses and what the name they want on there. But I definitely would not be putting PSA or PSA DNA on there. So hopefully that helps you guys avoid that. You don't want to go down that, that road of getting your stuff stolen and then having to file insurance claims and you know, the restless nights and all that kind of stuff. So I really wish, uh, PSA would start accepting UPS shipments. I I've, I've never had issues with UPS. It seems like everybody always has issues with FedEx. UPS is not immune. That's not what I'm saying. But that's just been my experience there. Again, every UPS employee works for UPS, so that's a nice benefit there. But again, don't become a victim. Take your you know these necessary steps to protect your shipments going to PSA or any high dollar address that you are sending to. Again, don't forget to visit web, visit website Powersportsandrebellion.com. And also give me a follow there on Instagram at Powers Autographs. And I will see you on the next episode.